from San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. This episode was brought to you by BTC+. BTC Plus is a Bitcoin blog and news site. Visit it at btcplus.blogspot.com. See the show notes below. Today's topic is investing and how to make a few quick bucks right now. Investing. How the rich get richer. There are many entire books on investing. There's a chapter in my book about investing. Well, today let's very briefly talk about equities, or stock in this case. Even more specifically, publicly traded companies in the U.S. The S&P 500, or 500 of the largest publicly traded companies, get an average return of 8 to 12%. Reference in the show notes. Now, there are possibly big variations on a given year, But overall, U.S. equities do very well. So maybe you should get involved too. If you don't already have a Robinhood or Webull account, make one today. Use my promo code and you will get a free stock from each company. Get started investing right now. A Chinese proverb says, The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And this advice is totally applicable to investing in stocks. Let's talk about specific questions and answers in a second. But the frug life is all about seizing an extra 20 bucks when the chance arises. Eventually, 20 bucks plus 20 bucks plus 20 bucks. Sprinkle some compound interest in there, and we're cooking. Now, with Robinhood, I have a few quick tips to mention. There are some limitations of Robinhood and free brokerages just in general. Many are limited in the types of accounts you can create, and we'll talk about all that a little bit later in the show. Also, you don't want to place market orders in Robinhood. You will not get the best price. My advice, which of course is for educational purposes only and does not constitute investment advice, is to place limit orders. Place the limit order near the market price and you will ensure that you actually buy or sell at a price that is close to the market price. The limit order is basically just, instead of taking whatever price Robinhood gives you for the market price, you specify the price that you want to buy or sell at. So I personally enjoy trading on Robinhood quite a bit. I'm sitting at an 18.44% gain over the past year versus a 7.33% gain in the S&P 500 for the same time frame. Now, before you say anything, this comparison is actually not very meaningful as riskier portfolios should have a higher expected return than a less risky portfolio. Risk and reward go hand in hand. So just comparing any given portfolio to the S&P 500 is really kind of disingenuous because you aren't accounting for the difference in risk in the two portfolios. However, some of my trading involves entering and exiting positions rather quickly, so it's a little tricky to determine my real risk exposure over a given period. 
Now, this is an investment advice, but a few stocks I have my eyes on right now is Tencent, Alibaba, PG&E, and Lyft. Let me talk about each for just a second. I think the Chinese markets are in some in for some big growth in coming years, and that's why I've invested in both Tencent and Alibaba. PG&E I bought at about $16 a share, and I expect it to continue to grow in the future. Also, this may be an unpopular opinion, but there's been this whole wildfire situation in California, and I actually think PG&E is partially a victim of the entire situation as well. You know, the safety measures that they probably took in the past are now inadequate in the present as climate change has affected the dryness of the climate. And really the fire danger has increased and the company didn't react appropriately. Lastly, I bought Lyft at about $60 a share. And Lyft is actually a service I use, which for someone as frugal as me, you know, truly frugal, that's actually saying something. I think the Lyft IPO seems to be pretty mispriced, but at a 30% discount, I think the company is definitely interesting. We'll see where it goes from here. One of the big overarching themes of my trading though is I look for big negative or positive returns on a given day or a short time frame, and I trade against them. So if a company has a really bad day in the market, I may buy a few shares. If a company has a huge return, like let's say on earnings day, I might sell a few shares. If I really like the company, I will probably buy the shares back in a few days after things have calmed down. See, the markets tend to slightly overreact to news and then correct over the next few days. And so it's on this principle I trade some of my active funds. Now, here are some possible objections to Robinhood. One, won't Robinhood complicate my taxes? Well, maybe slightly, but as I mentioned in the, a previous episode, use something like TaxHawk, and it will cost you maybe $15 a year, and you can file your taxes, and it's easy enough. Don't worry about it. Next, should I use Robinhood or an IRA or a 401k? And so this is actually a pretty valid point. You should prioritize your tax-preferred investment vehicles first. An IRA and 401k are both tax-preferred investment vehicles. They have two um, flavors, if you will, traditional and Roth. A Roth IRA, or Roth 401k if your employer offers it, allow you to pay taxes today, or more accurately this year, and then never be taxed again. So all the returns you get in your Roth account will not be taxed again. This, this is really an amazing thing. A traditional Roth or 401k give you a deduction this year and defer any subsequent taxes on the return until you withdraw the money at retirement age. So sub-question, which is better? Well, that all depends on your current tax rates and the tax rates you will have in the future. If your tax rate is high now and you expect low rates when you retire, perhaps a traditional account is better. If you are in a low tax bracket now, the Roth is perhaps better. I'm just a podcast though, so maybe consult an advisor. 
So Robinhood doesn't offer either of those, neither a 401k or an IRA, uh, just a normal taxable account. But this offer I'm giving you does give you some free stock. So at the very least, you should make an account at both and get some free stock. Equity is risky. Why should I invest at all? Well, investing in a single stock can be risky, yes. The company can go out of business, they can file for bankruptcy, but if you invest in a diversified portfolio, the risk is greatly reduced. Investing in an index, for example, that follows the S&P 500 is a pretty safe investment in the long run. As I mentioned before, U.S. equities have done pretty well historically. And if you have a sufficient time horizon, stocks really are the way to go. Now, if you want to invest your money for less than five years or so, you may want to consider something other than stock, as there are some ups and downs in the stock market. Next objection. Ricky, stocks are at an all-time high right now. Aren't you worried about a recession? Well, part of the nature of the U.S. stock market is that it has a pretty high average return. Thus, we expect the market overall to rise. Two, timing the market is a non-trivial task. Many investors try, and it really isn't a fruitful endeavor for a single investor. That being said, I don't think it's harmful to consider the state of the market as you invest. Here's my overall strategy for investing, just for some content. I use both the traditional and Roth 401k provided by my work. Now why both? Well, I don't really know what my taxes will be like in the future, so I use both. It gives me a little more flexibility later down the road. This money goes in regardless of economic conditions. Second, every year I max out my Roth IRA. At a high level, I decide about when to contribute. If I am worried about economic conditions, I will allocate more of my added funds to fixed income that will not be impacted by deteriorating economic conditions, or at least not impacted in the same way as equity is. Lastly, Robinhood and Webull is the cherry on top. I pick items that look hot, and I have total freedom in when I add and remove money from the platforms. So in short, uh, don't try to time the markets but maybe do consider the overall economic conditions as you invest. Okay, I feel like I have done a lot of talking and there's still a ton I could say. We could look at what stocks you should invest in in your retirement account, some modern portfolio theory, just so much more. I mean, I did teach finance in college, but I don't wanna just ramble on through and make the episode too long. So leave me a comment, email me, fill out a survey, get in touch with me about what you would like to learn more about, and I will address it in the next show. But in the meantime, get some stock, start investing, and be frugal. What the heck is that?